1: We get together to meet with successful people from around the globe to dissect success for vibrant conversations and interviews. Make sure you click the subscribe button on the App Store because each week we will drop a new episode to bust through the myths around success and dissect its true meaning.
0: Welcome back to another episode of Dissecting Success. It's me, Blair Kaplan Venables. I'm here with the amazing, phenomenal Teresa Lambert. And I am so excited because a new friend of mine who is a nomad, who has landed long enough to be a guest, Anya Halama. Did I say your last name right? Yes, you did. Good Ah, job. I love it. Okay. So Anya is a world traveler who's helped thousands of heart-centered entrepreneurs align with their ideal clients. To attract money, wealth, perfect health, perfect love, mental health, and spiritual wealth. Spiritual wealth, I love that. I wanna come back to that. So she worked at a corporate job, living paycheck to paycheck. She was worn out. Um, and then she decided to just live a more abundant, free life. Anya is a millennial manifester, spiritual life, business mentor, and intuitive digital artist. She's also an intuitive healer, Reiki master, angel healer, EFT certified coach. I don't know how to say this, so please correct me. popono, <laughs> Come on. Oh, that's okay, Honopopono <laughs> master, Akashic Records reader, angel card intuitive, and law of attraction master. She is like the Jill of all trades, the Anya of all trades. A U.S. reporter has listed Anya as one of the top 10 entrepreneurs to follow. And Entrepreneur Magazine listed her as a top millennial powerhouse to follow. She's spoken on national stages like the Napoleon Hill Foundation and the Women Gone Wild Summit. Her expertise has been featured in media outlets like Brains Magazine, Yahoo News, Entrepreneur Magazine, LA Weekly, U.S. Reporter, New York Weekly Times, So Influential, and more. I'm She has a book, a podcast. You have a podcast, right? A podcast. a podcast. Yeah, she a had book. a show. She's everywhere and everywhere deserves her because she's a fucking like little, what's it called? Firefly, like firecracker. Firecracker. (laughs) I like fairy, yes. (laughs) Oh, welcome. Welcome to Dissecting Success, Anya.
2: Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here.
0: You know, we were actually just talking about like your freebie, which we're going to talk about at the end. Um, And. I think it's going to be a big like theme throughout this conversation, unless we have something else that takes another turn. But before we, we kind of talk about what I really want to dive into, which is spiritual wealth. Yes. What does success mean to you?
2: Oh, I love this question. You know, like growing up, um, it's really funny growing up. I always thought success meant like I have to get straight A's all the time or I won't be successful. I need to get the best job out there, or I won't be successful. My parents won't love me, like all these things. And I kind of talked about this in the podcast that you and I did together. Um, But that's not it at all. Like, it's funny how success changes for us as we grow up, quote unquote, and we grow into who we are. Like success to one person might mean like having $100 in their bank account. Success to another person might mean having $100,000 in their bank account. For me, success really is having a full embodiment of spiritual, mental, emotional, physical, relational, and then finally the financial wealth. And we're going to talk a little bit more on the spiritual wealth later. It's having that full embodiment of, yes, I am doing the work that I'm here to do. I am living my sole purpose, living the life that I want to live. That is successful for me. For me, being successful is being able to work on an island in China or Vietnam or somewhere crazy that has good wi-fi that's successful to me as long as I have good wi-fi I don't care (laughs) so for me it's just success as being the embodiment of who I am who I'm supposed to be and how I'm supposed to live in this world and helping as many people as I possibly can being me (laughs) wow so good so good I'm
1: so happy to have this conversation with you I'm like, I
2: don't even care that this is
1: being recorded because I'm just so excited that we got to have this conversation because I feel like I feel like you're so timely for where I am in my life. I'm about to be a nomad traveling, like I'm like just spiritually, like I've just gotten in an elevator and then I went straight up and and I was like, okay, we're like connected, we're channeling, we're doing all these things. Like this is the way, like I'm a hundred percent soul, like here we go. Like just been through this like big transformation and so just even like having read your bio and then everything you just said I was like what a cool chick like yes please yes please I love this so 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 much and I feel all this lightness that comes through with that and and at the heart of it is what you said is it's being who I am and it's about the impact on lives you can have through being who you are through your spiritually f- through all this beauty and that creates some of the outward success that we we might see
2: so goosebumps like (laughs) chills like I'm just like ah I love it so like people often ask me they're like oh so like what's your one tip like if you could go back like what advice would you give yourself like we hear these questions all the time like what like what is your definition of success what would you tell your yourself if you were 18 years old and you're trying to be successful like for me it's like you can be do and have literally anything you put your mind to just be you and that will be success enough like just be you live in your zone of genius be you and you will be successful
0: <laughs> and I think like I think like the big challenges is that you know you're saying for us to be you like you know Teresa just be you and that successful Anya be you Blair be you but I think there's a lot of like I think there's like a bit of a bridge on like how do we know who we are because we're so inundated with what media and society tells us is successful or tells us who we should be and what we should do professionally with our personal time so I think you know it's like how do we discover who we really are like how did you discover who you really are because you had this huge corporate life and like we're killing it in the money game and you know and then you had this big like shift and now you're a nomad like how did you discover who you were and like I know you I mean Teresa and you both like you broke off something really big in your life and it's not for me to like Share And Teresa also broke off something really big in her life. And it's also not for me to share, but she's shared it. Um, you, You guys have like made these big, huge life changing changes. And is that part of discovering who you are? And were you being who you were? Or were you not yourself at all?
2: Yeah. I mean, I've always been very free spirited, like dancing to the beat of my own drum, like even when I worked a corporate job. So that was always me. That was always part of me. But just finding like. A big part of it was me moving, moving across the country, across the world, dropping everything and just being on my own for me to discover who it is really that I am. Once I got on my spiritual journey, that's when I truly started discovering. And that's where the spiritual wealth starts coming into play. Like I started meditating, I started looking internally versus externally. Like I always compared myself to, the fancy flashy cars, like having nice fancy purses. I can't tell you how many fancy purses I have in my storage unit right now that I haven't touched in eight years because they're just sitting in storage collecting dust. Like that's not success. It is finding myself, finding my authenticity, finding my voice, finding what makes me sad. What makes me vulnerable? What makes me cry? What makes me happy? Really figuring that out. And a lot of that really stemmed from me being on my own. Because a lot of the time, like people are afraid to be on their own. I was talking to a friend of mine just yesterday, and he's like, America is weird. I'm eating lunch by myself and people are looking at me funny. (laughs) I was like, yeah, people do that. Like, it's okay to eat lunch by yourself, going to a restaurant, taking yourself out to lunch or dinner or breakfast, whatever. It's okay to do that finding yourself will come from being alone you need to be comfortable to be alone to live in that core of who you are because then all of the outside voices won't start interacting with you like it won't matter what the outside people think what media thinks what anyone else thinks it's what you truly feel and think about yourself at that point
1: oh this is so good This is so good. And you know, the other thing that sort of clicked in for me, and as you were like sharing that, is the the process that I have been through. And the thing that I've been really internalizing is that it's really not about becoming who we are. It's really about unbecoming everyone that everything else, life, the world, like everyone else has made us to believe that we are. And instead to go in and to embrace solitude and to find joy in solitude. And through that, tap in to really know who we actually are so it's it's really more about unbecoming all the things that you think you are and what's left is who you are (laughs) so it's not more it's
2: actually taken taking out right like Yeah, that's spiritual wealth for you, like unconditioning what your parents taught you, what media taught you, what the news taught you, what everyone taught you your entire life, unconditioning and unprogramming yourself to believe that because we can be, do, and have anything we want, like I was just mentioning. So why not be on this journey by your true self with your true self? I love that
0: so good you guys are very similar when it comes to certain things I think it's really fun um you know because I like I knew Teresa through really corporate like I met her she was like a GM of a hotel so I didn't see like the metaphysical spiritual side of her until like I really like our friendship like she started she kind of like you were kind of closeted
1: yeah I like I've definitely like come out of my spiritual closet and now I'm just like yeah like Big shifts are happening. Bring on the big shifts, bring on the woo. Like I've been connecting with my guides. I've activated my pendulum. I've been in my spiritual practices. Like I've really like like I'm I've been following my intuition. Like I'm I'm just following callings and like I'm making big decisions. One of them was to to leave my relationship and marriage of 16 years. So I um I am on that side. And with that too, I have been moving very quickly to unbind. And untie and and just let go and release and it's it, not everybody understands the pace that I'm moving at and why I'm doing it but it's just like I'm just being moved right now and it's like I have this whole idea of surrender like like it's really for me a process of surrendering and trusting and having faith and so yeah I've like I've definitely come out of the spiritual closet and like, I've like just like super charged, and I'm like all taps on all support. Yes, please. And I've realized for myself, you know, when you're talking about spiritual wealth, what I've realized for me is that the security that I feel in my business, the security that I feel in uncertainty, the security that I feel about not knowing comes from my spiritual practice in connection with source and light, not from anything else. Like, that is where I feel safe and supported. And as an entrepreneur, that's what built our capacity to be able to have the the
0: business that we want. Wait, should we talk about what is spiritual wealth? Like, what does that mean?
2: Well, I mean, everyone has their own definition of spiritual wealth. For me, spiritual wealth is... Truly being an embodiment of yourself, connecting to your spirit, connecting to your spirit guides, like being on a spiritual path and being, and going through the hardships, like spiritual awakenings are not easy. I had three of them within like two years and I'm like, what the heck is going on? (laughs) Like over and over. I feel like it's like a constant roller coaster of emotions and everyone's like, I should like, should I go in a freaking psych ward at this point? Like, am I going crazy? Like I have spirits talking to me. I have dead people coming at me. Like what is going on? But it's really just, Healing, healing, surrendering, allowing that spirit and that core you, your soul to start speaking instead of the outside noise that's going on, allowing your soul to s- truly start speaking up. So how like, okay, so I'll, I think our listeners come from all
0: sorts of different like backgrounds and experiences and like some people haven't even began their spiritual journey. Like how, how, if someone's new to the space or curious about it, like how
2: did, how does one start? So for me, I always say, um, and I tell this to my clients all the time, start with stuff that intrigue you. There is tons of different spiritual practices out there. Like Blair listed out all the stuff that I'm certified in, and that's not even all the things out there that you can possibly do. There's so many different things. If you're interested in something That is spiritual, so to say, whether that's um, angel cards, tarot cards, meditation, EFT tapping, yoga, whatever it is. If something interests you, try that. If If it's not for you, that's okay try the next thing and start playing with the things that truly interest you until you find something that you truly love. For me, it was meditation. Like I, meditation for me is a non-negotiable. As soon as I wake up, I will meditate. I got very, very deep into meditating once I started getting on my spiritual practice. And because I allowed myself to set that time for myself, whether it's five minutes, 20 minutes, an hour, whatever. And meditation doesn't have to be an hour. FYI, (laughs) like start with five minutes, start with something simple as breathing. We breathe every single day. You could do several breaths in and out. And that's just you meditating right there. And then the next day, do it for a minute longer. The day after do it for a minute longer. See if you could go five minutes without thinking of anything. And start connecting to yourself. Once, once I started meditating, like that's when like my spiritual powers like completely exploded. I started getting spirits coming to me, like angels talking to me, dead people coming through. I was like, what is going on? But it took that time for me to actually sit within myself and allow that channel to fully open up. So good. It's so good. And I love that you're also
1: saying like, it can be like a, like, it can be like a lot to take in because like, holy crap. Like, so here's a crazy thing that happened to me and it really freaked me out, but I was recording, um, like a, I was listening to like a meditation dream client like download like something that my coach does and I had my headphones in so it was loud and I was having my auto open so I could transcribe as I was answering the questions and writing down and at minute 4:44 my auto started typing and I I was like looking around like being like why is my auto typing and I wasn't talking and it wasn't hearing that and like It like ultimately like wrote down like this kind of like it was like a little bit funky. It said like write it for good to see. And I was like write it for good to see like and it was write it for good to see. And I was like, I don't really know what this means, but I was like spooked out. I was like, what the hell just happened? And so later throughout the day, like I went out and I went golfing and I was out in nature. And and then it sort of like dropped as I was thinking about it. And and then ended up just connecting in and asking my guides using my pendulum, getting confirmation. And what it meant was write it for God to see. And then the full message was write it for God to see and speak it into existence. And I was like, holy
2: crap. Beautiful. Beautiful. The universe always speaks to us and it's up to us to decipher what it's saying. Like once you start getting on this spiritual journey, you'll start seeing synchronicities. And I wrote all about this. There's like an entire chapter about this in my book. Um, You'll start seeing synchronicities, whether that's You saw 444, whether it's 1111, whether it's like you start seeing names that start popping up over and over and over again. And I'm like, what the heck does this mean? This name mean? And for me, recently, like I, had the name Simone come up and like that's a very old school name I was like I don't know anyone named Simone but like every movie I put on there was a Simone every like um every commercial there was a Simone like I read it in a book Simone I was like what what does Simone mean so I googled it and I like you can google literally anything Oracle Google knows all (laughs) So I Googled what like the spiritual definition of samo means. And it's like, you are a warrior. Like it is your time to shine. You are that warrior. It's time for that warrior to come out. So once you start getting on this path, like the universe will start speaking to you in these. Sacred messages. So go out there and find them. Ask Oracle Google. It knows everything. Start asking, like, what the spiritual meaning of 1111, what the spiritual meaning of seeing hummingbirds every day means, seeing blue butterflies, seeing whatever. Start Googling these things too. And then you'll be surprised at the messages that you start getting. Do you have like a specific, um, okay. So let me back up. I, I love this because
0: I didn't realize I was into spirituality until like, I realized I was, cause I really love Gabby Bernstein. Like I quote her all the time. I love her books. Love I really, re- Gabby. <laughs> Yeah. Like I really, really relate to her, like, you know, sobriety and trauma and like, you know, she seems, she seems like she's on, like I, I, we have similar vibes and, um, I've even been compared to her, but more like because of the trauma and the healing work I'm doing. Um, but I do a lot of research-based stuff with resilience. Anyways, I didn't realize I was on a lot of spiritual awakening, but I was, I realized this when I was um, driving to Vancouver from where I used to live in Pemberton. It's about a three hour drive, listening to one of her books, her audio books, right. When my husband had a heart attack. And um, she was saying how like, you know, you can ask for a sign, right? Like, and you can ask for a sign and she was explaining what her sign was and, you know, I started thinking about that and I'm just, the reason I bring this up is just for some background. Cause like I, for a while, like had a specific sign and like, I don't really ask for specific signs anymore because now I have feel like I'm surrounded by so much energy of people who've like left this earth that I'm in a different place on my spiritual path. But do you have a, like when you're like looking for guidance from the universe or from spirit or from, you know, when you're looking for guidance or you're looking for answers, do you have a specific sign you're looking for or animal you're looking for?
2: Um, So no specific sign. Specific signs uh, specifically. However, um, I believe that similar to signs, like spirits will, like spirit guides will change for you as well. Your signs could change for you. And you'll know the sign when you see the sign, essentially. For me, a lot of the time, I connect to peacocks, I connect to um, blue butterflies and hummingbirds. Like those are usually my go tos. Like if I ask for a specific sign, like a second I see it, I was like, all right, I know that I'm on the right path, but that could change. Like if I'm, for example, if I'm in a forest or something and I'll ask for a sign, like, and if I see a deer, I'll know that that's my sign because I've worked with a deer before. Like, and and your signs can change and there isn't just like one specific sign that you can have and your sign can be your sign. It could be a dime on the floor that you find, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, as long as you know that that is your answer, like that you are on the right path in that moment, you'll have that answer.
0: And do we know that it's our answer? Cause we have like, we have it in us to be clear cognizant and like aware
2: Yes. Yeah, I believe so. Like we all have, we all have intuitive powers, every single one of us. Um, Claire Cognizant is a very easy one because we all have like, oh, yep, I guess this is it. Um, Even if you're not fully connected to something, you'll have that inner knowing that something is connected to you. For example, if like, if your, if your dad passed away and he used to carry nickels and dimes in his coin purse all of the time. And then all of a sudden you ask like, oh, I want to, I want to connect to my father, like my past father and all of a sudden you see a dime on the floor that is that connection you have that inside you knowing that that is him speaking to you the fact that you use that as an example because my dad had passed and my dad
0: used to make a lot of money but then developed a really bad addiction and he couldn't provide for us like he could hardly provide for himself and it's funny because he leaves me money and so it's crazy that you just use that as an example. And it's funny because I can't Channel wait to I, mean, <laughs> I, I definitely don't want this conversation to end, but as soon as it does, I'm Googling white butterflies. There's two white butterflies that have been following me around. Like I have about a quarter acre here, and like they're if I'm inside, they're in the living room outside in the, the bushes. If I'm out back, they're by me and they've been they've been hanging around. So I'm excited to dive into that because that's kind of where I was going. Because I, I used to ask for a sign like a unicorn and you know like
2: and i would see like in <laughs> Yeah. And sometimes you'll get it. And sometimes you'll just start seeing the signs. Like you see these two white butterflies. Like, so when I was writing my first book, I kept seeing birds all the time. Like birds would fly into my apartment. I wouldn't leave, uh, like, I wouldn't leave my door open. Like all of a sudden I had a freaking zoo at my house. Like I had all these birds that would fly into my apartment. I'm like, what is going on? Like I would wake up in the middle of the night that there would be, or like in the morning and there would be feathers, like on my counter on my floor and I'm like what is going on and then like later in the book um, like once I got like halfway through I started seeing blue butterflies everywhere like every time I meditated I had blue butterflies every time I walked outside I have blue butterflies and like just start paying attention to, to signs like that it's like I wasn't asking for those specific signs but that's just what kept coming to me so google what those signs specifically mean as well
0: yeah, I'm going to let Teresa talk because I'm hogging you, but and I have access to you all the time because you're my friend. But uh, I just want to say after my mom died, yes, that's right, listeners, if you're just tuning in for the first time, like all my parents have died <laughs> in a very short period of time. But right after my mom died, I started seeing heart-shaped clouds. So like clouds with like a, shit, a hole in the middle that was a heart or heart-shaped clouds. And like if I look for it, I can't see them. But if I look up and see it, I know it's my mom. So I don't know. I think this is really cool. I'll, I'll, I'll pass the mic back to Teresa Ooh. now.
1: It's so funny. I just like fascinated by this conversation. I'm like, this is great. Like this is basically like how my life like is just like flipped and I'm like, oh yeah, right, like I am. Like all that. It, it's funny, you know, with with spirit like with the spiritual journey that I've been on and like you know listening to you and talk about these signs like I feel like I was very spiritual in my past and then I sort of decided along the way that it wasn't really safe and it wasn't really a proper thing to be and so I started like hiding it away for quite a long time and then through my corporate career and and creating the success really through willpower and forcing um, the traditional way (laughs) ways of doing things I sort of started hiding it a little bit away you know more and more and more and then through really experiencing discomfort and really falling out of my path and really disconnecting, I I experienced all sorts of things that were unpleasant that caused me to course correct back into first my intuition and then you know back down into really this spiritual path and then you know, you, you said earlier too, like when we go through hardship, like it's hard sometimes going through these spiritual awakenings. And like, I feel like the, like I've been in a lot of discomfort, not just with what I'm experiencing what I'm releasing, but physically I've been in, in incredible pain, like mainly like pain up my spine. And like, it's been really, really interesting. So, so, but then there's the signs, the signs have been blowing me away. And the the other thing that I, Thought is really fascinating. And what's fascinated me, and I would love for you to speak on this or like give us like, like your sort of thoughts around it, is that one thing that's really happened for me is that every time I I really drop into trust and faith, like every time I get challenged on it, like it's been it has been like one hell of a challenge on faith for me including like I, I was at Blair's house. I was staying at Blair's house. I was driving back to Whistler the next day. I was looking for a place to stay because I realized coexisting with my um, ex-husband isn't going to work and for like a lot of reasons but that didn't feel good. And I was, I had a lead on a place and it fell through at about 11 o'clock at night. And I was like, okay, like, I guess like worst case scenario and you know, I can like, get a hotel room or whatever, but like finances and like all these things. And on top of that, I had a big bill coming out a couple of days later and I didn't have the money (laughs) and I was like, wow. Okay. So I, I went to sleep and I was just like, trust, like just, it's, it's going to be okay. Like you're okay to sleep. And I slept pretty good that night, strangely enough. Like I wasn't like worried. I woke up the next day and a friend of mine had emailed me that they are away in France and I can stay at that town home in, in town for the next three weeks for free. And then a few hours later, I had a sales call and landed a painful client, which sorted out all that stuff. So from Thursday night at 11 o'clock to thinking, shit, where I'm going to sleep tomorrow night and how am I going to pay this bill? I went to 12 o'clock the next day, like we're talking 13 hours later with a beautiful place to stay for three weeks and a new client
2: amazing <laughs> that is beautiful um and it's 333 right now as we're talking at my time zone at least <laughs> because i know you guys are somewhere else um trust and surrender that's working with the feminine it's working with the flow it's working that no matter what happens I am supported I am guided and God's got me no matter what the universe has got me the God's got me no matter what a lot of the times we get into the masculine a lot where we're manic we're constantly in our heads it's like where is this going to come from where is this going to come from where is this next paycheck going to come from where is my next rent going to come from where is it like ah manic absolutely the manic masculine energy. It's when you surrender and allow that feminine energy to come through that support, that guidance, that trust, that surrender. That's when things start flowing to you because you were in the manic. The second you flip that switch for yourself, where you're like, I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to rest. I'm going to have a restful, peaceful night. You were in flow. You surrendered. You were in the zone to allow yourself, to allow beauty trust and all this gratefulness to come towards you as soon as you surrendered it, it happened because you weren't worried about it you allowed the flow to come and allowed the feminine to come through so good it's so good and it's so
1: true like it, it that is exactly what it is you know and what I love about um the way you explained it too and how I'm bringing this back to the science is that like since since like these things keep happening to me like Things just keep happening like that. Like it's like, and like, like we're like moving fast. (laughs) And every time too, I've seen this as a sign of drop into your intuition, be in that feminine energy more. Yes, there was things that need to get done. Yes, there was things that we need to do, but the security and safety is not coming from the doing. It's coming from that spiritual practice is coming from being intuitively connected. It's coming from listening to my guides to doing the work they give me to do Mm -hmm. rather than ignoring the work that I have to do like it's it's all these like little pieces and and like it's just fast like it it has just been like fascinating to me how when we're opening ourselves up it also comes in hot and heavy
2: well it's also your energy At that point, I work a lot with business energetics. It's like we can't just keep doing, 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 doing and expecting like millions of dollars to come to us. Like your energy needs to be aligned with those clients as well. Your energy needs to be like to surrender and to trust that those clients are coming. Once you surrender and you trust that they're coming, they'll come because those clients are already looking for you. Like that home was already looking for a new owner and it was given to you because you surrendered.
0: What a, like, what a brilliant message to like move about our day or week our month our life with is like surrendering. And it's, oh, there's going to, there's a lot of undoing. And we talked about that at the beginning of this, you know, conversation about like all the undoing that has to happen. And, you know, Ana, you seem like someone who could probably help people with your various skills and certifications and talents. How can people find you?
2: Yeah, so I am at anyahalama.com. It's my name. It'll be in the show notes. And then on social media, I'm pretty much everywhere at Anya Travels. That's A-N-I-A Travels.
0: You do travels.
2: Where's your where's next on your adventures? So I'm going to Colorado tomorrow. So the much needed mountain therapy. Mountains are my fave.
0: Oof. We live in the mountains. You know what? I'm just gonna say it. I don't know if it's a secret or not, but I'm telling people this weekend, Anya went alien hunting. <laughs> she was like we had a call and she told me about it and I was like that is cool and I looked it up she didn't find any so we need better alien bait but I'd like to come I think that'd be super cool
2: like you should come with us next time I actually do have two alien stories that I've seen uh UFOs but that's a story for another gosh I just uh,
0: (laughs) you're just you're like a Mary Poppins bag of like stories you know um so as we conclude I feel like this conversation. There's going to be a part two. <laughs> Teresa is ready. She's like, "Let's do it." Yeah, I've um, like,
1: I've just like followed you on your Instagram. I followed you on your Facebook. I like, we got to talk. You guys like, do need to talk? I gotta feel have a like- conversation. Like,
0: yeah. Um. Uh. Actually, in fact, I have uh, Teresa. I know we're recording, but in my group coaching program, Empowerment, it's a 90 day group coaching program. I have a couple spots for guest speakers, and you're actually both two of the three guest speakers. So you guys can learn more from each other. If um, Tomorrow, Teresa is going to be your guest speaker. Um, and then you're going to be towards the end of the cohort. So um, anyways, really excited that you guys know each other now. Um, but I want to know like, what piece of advice you have for someone who's on their path to success or their path to spiritual wealth.
2: Um let's see. Um it's going to be hard. <laughs> Don't be discouraged once it starts getting hard. Um you have all of the power within yourself. Allow that power to come through. Again, you can be do and have anything that you put your mind to. Just you actually have to take those steps and actually do them. The universe loves speed. So be prompt to it, take action and you can conquer the world and be a badass. <laughs> my god I love that
1: so much I love that so much that's amazing and I feel like we didn't touch on this freebie but this fits in so beautifully something's telling me that this is like the perfect spot to bring up this incredible gift that you have because you just said that and I feel like it takes confidence it
2: sure does know that Yeah, Yeah. so I have a badass confidence babe meditation and I highly, highly recommend you guys download it. It's only 10 minutes, so it's super quick. You guys can do it every single day. It is my first channeled meditation that I've ever did and I'm so proud of it. It is so good. I get so many compliments for it. I should start charging people for it, but I'm giving it to you for free. Um, So yeah, download it. Um, The link will be in the show notes as well. And just start being a badass confident babe because you are. Oh my God, so good. Anya, thank you
0: so much. The butterfly so is here. Sorry. <laughs> the butterfly no, just. I mean, not sorry, but I'm interrupting. Sorry. Back to our finale. The butterfly <laughs> just showed up. Okay. okay I'm going on that that it. I need to Google what they mean. White the butterfly. The
1: butterfly is
2: there.
1: <laughs> Blair is like ready to Google what but the butterfly means. Like, if you're seeing signs, if you're seeing things like i had an eagle fly over me like full like wide 13 foot above me a couple of weeks ago and i was like holy shit this is happening like if you're seeing things if you're getting signed if you're seeing numbers take your time to just pause and look into it start that spiritual journey you have an amazing resource now Anya download that amazing meditation channel meditation i cannot wait to do that meditation thank you so much for gifting that to us and i can't wait to like Stalk you down and learn more about you because, you know, these spiritual journeys, like so many of us, I feel like we feel called that there is more. We know that there is more, but we don't always act on that knowing. So act on the knowing, get yourself a mentor and a guide like Anya who can help support you on this spiritual journey. This is a wrap for another episode of Dissecting Success. And we cannot wait to be back with you next week. Peace. Thank you. That's a wrap for another episode of Dissecting Success. Enjoyed this episode? Make sure to subscribe to Blair Kaplan Venables and Teresa Lambert's podcast,
0: Dissecting Success on the App Store. And follow us on Instagram at Teresa Lambert Coaching and Blair from Blairland to stay up to date on our latest episodes, badass offers, and more.